plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. There's several components that go into understanding and managing market volatility, and we're seeing some of that, you know, today. I mean, we just had the big upswing with, you know, the vaccine rally, and now it's starting to cool off. Right. Hence, we're in volatility again. And I think going forward through the Christmas season and the Santa run that we always like to refer to in, in our business, you know, there's nothing that says that, you know, we're going to see a, a solid year. I mean, we're hearing a lot of feedback from retail stores and, and the retail industry that, you know, supply chains are very slow to get stuff to, you know, these retail stores. And I'm sure people out there have experienced it. So this can all affect retirement planning. So understanding how to manage market volatility is an extremely important part of the puzzle. So the first thing we put together and when we sit down with people is making sure they have a well-structured plan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to have a solid foundation that anticipates markets ups and downs. And you don't want to just focus on the gains. You also got to look at, the downside and what your risk tolerance is. And what that means is, you know, if the markets go up, you know, everybody's looking for an average rate of return. Right. And everybody always says, oh, yeah, I want 7 8 9% returns, okay? Look, at, there's no guarantees when you're in the market, but if you have a well-defined plan that understands how to manage volatility, you'll tend to get those average rates of returns over time. Having a you know, a well-structured plan helps do that because you're going to be well-diversified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just, you know, it's funny, everybody focuses on gains. And I'll tell you, when people come into the office, one of the things we always say is don't focus on just gains. Look, at we want to look at losses. And let's see how your current portfolio has done during this last six, eight months of volatility that we've been in, nine months uh, with COVID and the election and, you know, what else is out there and how did it handle the volatility? So, you know, if markets were down 40, if you were down five or six, are you comfortable with that? That's your risk tolerance. Okay. And, and that helps you to guide where you should be invested when you're getting ready for retirement or looking at retirement. So, so you can't, you can't just ignore the losses. You actually have to look at the losses so it can become part of your plan. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, the losses, okay. Pat, are, are, are really important to look at. And based on people's circumstances, i.e., where they are in their career or how old they are or when they want to retire, that mm-hmm. has a huge impact on one's ability to stomach those losses. And really what it comes down to, if somebody's in their 20s or 30s, right, mm-hmm. and they're starting to save, they typically have the um, ability to withstand a lot more volatility because they have 10, 15, 20, 30 more years to save and grow their money. Right. It changes, though, when you get close to retirement, right? right? When all of a sudden we're close to retirement, we're in what we call the red zone, or this is the few years before you retire to the few years after. Everything changes. You're no longer contributing money to your 401 
or contributing money to your IRA, mm -hmm. it's now coming out, right? So right. you're taking money out, and then if it declines in value, you're kind of amplifying that decline in your value of your savings, right? So that type of person is going to have a much lower risk tolerance that somebody can withstand the 20% you know, uh, decline in the markets because they got 25, 30 years to go, and they know it's going to come back. Right, and the average, the average is going to work out in their favor. It should, Correct. right? I mean, I, right. Like to, I like to, you know, the analogy I use with people are roller coasters, right? When you're young and, you, <laughs> you know, you've got a lot of vigor, you'll, you're going to go on that adult roller coaster because it's a wild, crazy ride. Sure, you sure know, you and then yeah. the adrenaline at the end is great. But when you get older, you're like, yeah, maybe I'm going to go with the grandkids on the kiddie ride because it's nice <laughs> and smooth. I know I'm going to end up at the end. I'm not going to be a nice ride. My, my, my stomach's <laughs> not going to turn upside down if, you know, because, because like a loss, you know, that will throw you later on in life. Hey, hey Pat. Yeah. Well, you may not have noticed this, but I'm on the kitty rides now, and Sean's still on the roller coaster. <laughs> that's, a, that's okay. I can see Sean with his hands up going, yeah, here we go. And, but the, well, but, you see, I'm watching the adult ride saying I really want to get on it, but I'm getting closer to the kitty ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, but again, but that, that's a, that is a great analogy because, and, and that really kind of translates to your risk tolerance when, when you're dealing oh, with yeah. the volatility. Correct. And you have to, one of the things we do at our office when it, you become a client, mm -hmm. we are actually making you do a risk exposure, risk tolerance questionnaire every three years. And people are amazed because they're always like, well, what did I have last time? I'm not going to tell you. Let's just do it and I'll tell you what you were three years ago. So just tell me how you feel right now is what you're doing. Correct, because okay. they change. The closer you get to that retirement, the more your risk exposure changes. Right. And that's not for everybody, but it's important to make sure you have a me measuring mechanism in place to understand what your clients are. Mm -hmm. One of the problems is too many people in their 401ks, they'll decide on what their investment options are in their 401k, and it's been five, eight, ten years and they kind of look at it every year, you know, yeah, okay, it's doing okay, or I oh, went to, yeah, it, but it's really not necessarily geared to really what their feelings are. A lot of uh, these 401k plans now do these targeted retirement date plans, mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily reflect the person who's investing what their risk exposure levels are acceptable are what they are. All right, so, so so you may have, I may be you in may a twenty I may be in a twenty forty re target retirement date, mm -hmm. which makes me very aggressive. But as a person, you know, I'm moderate or moderate conservative. So we kind of it's it's important to you know make sure our clients and anybody we talk to understands that because that's a key component. And what it helps us do is when these times come along, you help them to avoid the emotional investing and the emotional responses to mm -hmm. making changes because mm -hmm. that's the worst thing you can do. Right. And then by, by emotional responses, you mean, oh, my God, the Dow lost like 600, 700 points. I've got to do something. Correct. Yeah. And that's the worst thing you can do, and that's what people tend to do. They tend to overreact and emotionally make decisions and not stay the course of what their risk exposure tells us to stay the course, mm -hmm. they'll allow, allow the emotion to come in and say, oh, I'm getting out. 
And, you know, if, you know, prior to the election, if you were one of those people and you said, you know, I, I think this election and everything, the hell is going to go to, you know, to a hand basket and the market's going to crash. Well, it hasn't. No. Okay. So if you went to cash, you just lost out on the, you know, one of the largest rallies of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's so true. You don't want to make that type of decision process when you're putting a portfolio design together and you're working with people. You want to make sure that the people sitting in front of you understand what this whole market volatility means, what risk exposure means. So what we do is we sit down with, with these couples or individuals and we explain it to them in layman's terms so they get it. You know, we try not to talk over their heads. We try to talk to them in the language that they understand so they can make the proper decisions with their retirement money. Nice. Right. And, and like on the, on the opposite side of the coin, you don't want to jump in with both feet just because everything's up and you're like, okay, great. You know, now we, with, with the new situation in Washington, uh, the stock market's going to be up like this all the time. And that's not necessarily the case. It's not. Remember, the market always does what the market's going to do. Right. It and has who a knows? Mind of its own. And who knows what's coming next week that's going to affect the market? Correct. And, and, and volatility is caused by headline news, and you have to keep that under, you know, you have to keep that under your, under your, your mind, uh, you know, in your mind that, look, it, you're going to get headline news and things are going to fluctuate. With that being said, though, I'm positioned with the proper risk exposure that I want, and it's really not going to affect me over the long haul. Wow. And now when, when you're looking at, at the markets, whether it's, you know, whether it's up, or it's down, you really have to kind of, you, you have to really know what your foundation is. Because uh, a lot of it's based on, on speculation. And like you said, one headline could change what, what the markets do in a day. It may not change it over a month or a quarter or a year. Correct. 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 Yeah, this is, this is why, and we, we, we talk about this all the time, Pat. This is why we talk about planning, right? Mm-hmm. So you create a plan. Uh, and you establish goals, and these are long-term strategic plans and goals, and you stick with them. You know, we need to remember that the market is impacted by geopolitical issues. It's impacted by economic issues. You know, it can be in- impacted by, by just the, the sentiment in the market. We have to know that that can happen, know that it will cause it to go up and down, and we have to set what, you know, I've got 20 years to retire, 25 years to retire, my goal is to save this amount. Mm-hmm. And we just know that, that you have to stick to that and, and go through these ups and downs. Now, when you have five years to go, you say, well, why, I know there's ups and downs, but I can't take many of those downs anymore. Right. I can't afford that risk. Mm-hmm. So then we reposition that portfolio so it's not uh, as risky or as volatile as the markets. Okay. See, and, and, but, but, but you've got to be, you've got to be aware of that. That's right, and that's why talking with an advisor and a financial uh, planner um, is so important because this isn't this is not everybody's day job, right? Steve and I work in this you know twenty four hours a day, quite frankly, and we've got a lot of experience helping people invest their money and position it and looking at the markets, right? So hopefully, uh, my clients look to, to me and look to Steve for that advice and look for our reassurance, if you will, that they're doing the right thing and that we put a plan together and that it will work. Right, but you have to recognize there will be volatility sometimes. Right. Actually, there'll be volatility always, even in a fantastic <laughs> year in the market. Yep. It's never a straight line. 
No, never. Again, because sometimes they could be thrown off again by a headline or even, you know, in the past four years, a tweet. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll see see the markets get overvalued, just like we're seeing right now uh, with, um, you know, certain sectors, the technology sector, you know. You hear this famous term saying Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, Mm -hmm. Amazon. I mean, they're driving the markets. Those values eventually will reach their peaks, and the markets will sector and go, you know, move because they're so overvalued, and then people are going to seek other things that are undervalued, buy into those so they can see an increase in that. Mm -hmm. Knowing that that there's a market sector rotation all the time, you're not going to put all your eggs in that one basket of all just tech stocks. That's, again, falling back to a well-diversified portfolio. Mm-hmm. But making sure that diversified portfolio is based on your your risk, mm-hmm. not your retirement age, based on your risk. And that's the critical component. And that's one of the things we see a lot in our business is people come in with 401Ks and, you know, you ask them, and I've just hit on this before, why are you in that? Well, because that's what I was told to go in because that's when I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Do you feel that way? Well, when you put them through a risk profile questionnaire, and a lot of these companies do it, but the problem is you've got to make sure, you know, they're not going to go in and do it themselves every three years. Right. We, I know. <laughs> we make our clients fill out a risk profile questionnaire every three years. Right. It is part of the process here. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, Ninety-nine percent of the time, people's risk profiles change. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I can I can see that as you get older, my you know my thoughts have changed depending on where I where I was in life. At at one point, it was just me and my bride, uh, and then we had children, and then we grew the children up, and now the children are out. So it 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 is all of the attitudes are different. Yeah, and your spending habits are different, and, and that plays into you know again. You know, what you're willing to take for risk. You know, when you're working, Sean hit on it. When you're working every day, mm-hmm. okay, and you have 30 years to go, mm-hmm. pedal to the metal. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, be, be, be aggressive, get it out there. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, I have people who, you know, it's not based on age, it's based on, you know, their past experience. I have clients who are already retired. And they've been aggressive investors, and it's their average rate of returns have reflected that. And times like this, they don't even pay attention to it. Right. They know it's all short-term. Mm-hmm. It's all short-term. The volatility, you look at recessions, they're usually short-term, two years or less. Right. Volatility happens all the time. Recessions, like I said, the average is about 14 to 17 months. With that being said, though, they know that, you know, over a 10-year period, their average rate of return is going to be pretty darn close to what they're looking for. And they're okay with keeping their foot down on the pedal and taking more risk. Mm-hmm. Now, that will all become part of a conversation when you when we sit down with people because maybe that person doesn't need to start to draw off of that money right now. And that's another component of your risk exposure is, when are you going to need this money? You need it in a year, two years, three years. You're going to have to start to take money out. That changes. So understanding all these different components helps us to build the proper retirement plan for a client and be try to be as precise as possible 
with what they want for an outcome. Wow. I, I, again, despite the market volatility. Despite it. Well, maybe maybe not despite it because you've already figured it in. It's you. It's always figured in, and you know, even though it's figured in, you're not necessarily. I mean, nothing's perfect, mm-hmm. but you can get pretty close to. Okay, well, if the market dropped forty, am I comfortable with a, you know, ten percent drop? Well, you know, we have portfolio designs that did exactly that during COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, people getting close to retirement, we had them in these portfolio designs where, you know, they're moderate, and you know that forty or forty-five percent drop, they were only down maybe nine, ten, twelve, thirteen percent. Nice. They can manage that. That's falls within what their risk profile is and what their exposure is. It falls into the line of what they're willing to take for market volatility. Wow. Wow. Again, all of this comes with, with, with education, Steve and Sean. I mean, it, it comes with learning and teaching people about these things that maybe they don't know going in. Correct. Correct. That's right. And, you know, we talk, Steve talked a lot about uh, income, and, and that's a lot of what we do with people in retirement is, is sourcing their income, right? And so the their 401K or IRA is just a small piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. right? Other income comes from their Social Security. They may have an annuity. Mm-hmm. They may have uh, rental properties where they have income coming in. They may have passive income coming in from royalties from a business that they had sold, right? So not only do you diversify your investments, you really want to have diversified income when you retire because if you're looking at all of your income coming from your investments, that's very risky because a 5% withdrawal on a a million-dollar portfolio is, what, $50,000, right? Right. If that portfolio drops to $800,000, your income hasn't Needs haven't reduced commensurately with that drop. It's still fifty grand. So now you're taking fifty grand out of eight hundred thousand, which is a lot more as a percentage wise. Right, right. Right. So being have diversified income, now you can see. You know what? Let me leave that there. Allow that to rebuild. I'm going to pull more income from another source. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's critically important when people are retired to diversify that income if they can. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.